Texas Business Minds, a presentation of the Texas Business Journals. Brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance Company, a workers' comp provider committed to helping companies build a stronger, safer Texas. In this episode, San Antonio Business Journal reporter Carly Williams catches up with Visit San Antonio President and CEO Mark Anderson to learn what he's doing to bring big ticket conventions to the city. Mark, thank you so much for joining us for the Texas Business Minds podcast. The last time the Business Journals really spoke to you intimately was when you joined Visit San Antonio. So I just wanted to check in first and ask you personally, how are you liking the city? I know that it's very different compared to Chicago, where you come from. You were working with them. What has it been like? What has that giant transformation been like? It's been a really overwhelmingly positive experience over the past six months, not only professionally, but also personally. You know, you may know that I relocated here, of course, with my wife and our girls who are college age. So although they're in college, they visited several times and we are really loving the experience, loving um, being Texans, loving the city of San Antonio and our new experience. So it is a different city, obviously, than my previous city. But I will Mm -hmm. say the one thing that has um, that has blown me away and continues to impress me is the level of customer service in San Antonio and how uh, residents um, and implants like me really invite new San Antonians into the fold and are so welcoming and friendly. And then also it has to be said that the power of hospitality and the power of tourism is felt very strongly throughout almost every level of our city. And you really don't see that in other uh, United States cities and the power and the feeling of camaraderie and that tourism is making a difference um, for our community is felt, you know, everywhere through City Hall to our neighborhoods. And they believe in what we're doing for our community, which is, is really motivating for someone like me, but also more so for my team that is working so hard day in and day out to make a difference for San Antonio and Texas. Right. And did that move with your job specifically help you personally acclimate to the city? Since obviously you're working in the tourism industry, you're working with your team to help people come here and have the best experience. But with that work, did you find yourself doing things that your team was talking about either with your wife or with your family? What did that look like for you? Yeah, I mean, to have that belief system behind you in what you are doing, you know, we have some very lofty goals that we've put forward for Visit San Antonio, but San Antonio as a whole. And, you know, the primary goal is to lift us out of this pandemic in the short term and achieve pre-pandemic levels of 2019 by the end of 2024. And when you have that kind of belief behind you from a city standpoint, from a resident standpoint, that we're all in this together, it is an overwhelmingly positive environment to live in, but also to breathe in and to motivate Mm -hmm. our staff that is working day in and day out and traveling and, you know, traveling in the midst of this pandemic that we're still in. It leads us to continue our work and continue to create ideas and continue to increase demand uh, for our city. 
And when you talked about that when you came on board last year with your 100-day plan, first of all, for the listeners who aren't familiar with that plan, who may not have read that in depth about it, can you explain a little bit about that and the goals and explain which goals you've hit and which goals you might still be working on? Yeah. The 100-day plan was really based on one, listening and research and meeting with our key stakeholders, but also maybe those non-traditional stakeholders in our city uh, to learn from for me being new to San Antonio. The second was really looking at our plans, our strategic business plan, our sales plan, our marketing plan. And then really the third was celebrating the wins in the short term. So uh, I would say that we've hit nearly every single one of the goals that we put forward in my 100-day plan. Um, we had, uh, we strategized as a team with Visit San Antonio and our community to build and write a new uh, strategic business plan that includes a new short-term goal to achieve pre-pandemic levels for our city by the end of 2024, even though the forecasts and the analysts are really not saying that we're going to reach demand or occupancy by the end of 24, they, it's mm-hmm. really 25 for most of the United States and San Antonio, but we are moving forward and we're going to increase that demand to make a difference for our local community and our stakeholders and our residents. The one thing that I would say is because the interesting part of, of starting a new job and moving to a new city in a pandemic is that we are still in a remote work environment. And when right. I started, we were kind of, Delta had just started kind of rearing its ugly head. And now we're with Omicron. So I am such a relationship-based person that I want to see people more face-to-face. And Zoom is great and podcasts are great, but I'm really a believer in face-to-face meetings. Obviously, that's that's part of the business that we're running at Visit San Antonio. So I am really excited that we're going back to a live a hybrid work environment starting in Q1 of 2022. And I'm also just more excited in front of our stakeholders, meeting with them face-to-face. And that's one of our goals for early in 2022 is just to get out and meet more of our community so that I can build relationships for me personally, professionally, but also for Visit San Antonio. And besides that challenge of not having face-to-face, I definitely relate to that. I'm also from the Midwest. I moved from Cincinnati in the middle of the first wave, the first lockdown. Um, I I totally get the challenges. And besides that hurdle of being behind the screen at home all the time, going into this third year of the pandemic, what would you say is the biggest challenges for your team? It's still dealing with that the uncertainty that this pandemic is causing from a leisure and a group standpoint. I think we're seeing some interesting things. With Delta variant, we did see a, a number of cancellations. I think we saw six cancellations in the first month of the Delta variant. What has changed with Omicron is that thankfully... 
And I say this cautious, you know, I'm being cautiously optimistic. Thankfully, we have not seen any major, major cancellations from a citywide standpoint since the mm-hmm. Omicron was created in 2021. Now, our groups may be a little bit smaller, but we're not seeing cancellations. We have a major association, uh, the American Pharmacists, that is committed to us to meet um, in San Antonio in a few months, which we're very excited about, that they're not taking the steps to move to a hybrid meeting or move to a virtual platform. They're going to have a live face-to-face meeting in San Antonio. But that uncertainty is still there and that the power of face-to-face meetings, that nothing replaces that. We just got back from... You know, the industry standard for meetings and conventions is PCMA, the Professional Convention Management Association. And they just had their annual meeting, a live event two weeks ago in another city. They had 500 planners there. They had a thousand supplier partners that were meeting face to face. We did it safely. And we were face to face with our customers talking about the challenges of our industry, but also how we overcome those challenges together. And then from a leisure standpoint, I think what we're seeing is that that uncertainty in travel has caused our travelers to really book short term. The decisions to plan a vacation, you know, four to six months out, that rationale has changed dramatically over the past six months or maybe since the beginning of the pandemic. But people are still eager to get out of their homes, but they're booking that travel maybe within a week, you know, seven to 14 um, days instead of planning it, you know, three to six months out before. Or making sure they have top tier travel insurance. Yes, exactly. With the COVID coverage, for sure. Going into the third year as well of this, have any target goals, target numbers changed for the number of both domestic and international visitors and as well for business and convention visits? Have any of those, first of all, can you explain numerically if you have those numbers for listeners, those goals? that you're trying to hit for the city and if they've changed? No, our, not, not since I started six months ago. We're still, um, I mean, we are constantly reforecasting, but the big number of reaching 41 million visitors by 24, by the end of 2024, to reach pre-pandemic occupancy of around 66, 67% by the end of 2024, those goals have not changed for Visit San Antonio. They may in some other cities, but they have not changed for us. We have not seen um, enough evidence Um, or outside forecasting that we feel we need to reduce our our efforts to increase demand by the end of 2024. In fact, I think what we're seeing is really more of that positive surge in leisure travelers wanting to continue to travel in a safe environment. And as I mentioned Uh before, our groups needing and feeling and knowing that they have, in order for them to be successful as either either a corporation or an association, that they have to do that face-to-face. That the virtual hybrid format, especially when you're talking about a major association, that that so much of their operating revenue for their annual meeting may be driven through their trade shows, 
a virtual trade show format just in most cases for most associations does not work. That trade show professional selling on a digital trade show platform is not making the ROI that they did um, or that they do a face-to-face environment. So if anything, I think over the past few uh, months, although I think we were very scared about Omicron, but I think what we're seeing is that there is still a need and a drive to meet face-to-face. And you mentioned to one business that is planning to have an in-person convention this month. Are there any big um, either companies or groups that you're trying to attract for this calendar year or that you've already pinned out and that you're proud of and looking forward to? Yeah, I mean, we just finished. So we're on a, uh, our fiscal year is October 1 through September, the end of September. So we just finished our Q1 of our FY22. In that Q1, we booked 103 events. So we were over our goal of bookings. But the most interesting, the fact that I saw is that 44% of those bookings are new pieces of business for Visit San Antonio and San Antonio. And more impressive than that is 89% of those bookings will actualize and take place in our city in the next 48 months. And one of those is a nice size, mid-sized citywide convention that's going to take place this summer. Unfortunately, because of confidentiality reasons, I can't release the name of that Mm -hmm. corporation. But Mm -hmm. I think that shows you that from either from an association standpoint or a corporate standpoint, that those leads are still coming in. And obviously, you know, from my 100-day plan, we're putting a lot of focus on to building our corporate profile from a citywide standpoint. And to book a nice citywide, uh, corporate citywide convention that will actualize within the next seven to eight months was really exciting for our team and for our city. Mark Anderson joining us. In our next segment, he talks about the competition with Austin when Texas Business Minds continues. At Texas Mutual Insurance Company, we celebrate the workers who keep your business growing strong. They're a vital part of our community, and we're proud to be on the job with 1.5 million of them every day. More at TexasMutual.com slash on the job. Continuing our conversation on Texas Business Minds as Visit San Antonio President and CEO Mark Anderson joins San Antonio Business Journal reporter Carly Williams. Do you take into account any specific competition with uh, either Austin? As we know, you know, as I'm sure you've seen since moving here, the, the constant conversation is San Antonio versus Austin sometimes. It's a big narrative. Have you seen any either competition or trying to think about with your team different ways to compete against the biggest cities in Texas? Yes. I mean, I don't know if it's necessarily specific to Texas, but uh, I mm-hmm. do think that one of the things that has changed over the past 24 to 36 months is that the competitive landscape for any city in the United States has changed dramatically. There are corporations that are looking to stay local. They may have not done that before. So we're competing with a lot of corporations that maybe never met in their headquarters city because they wanted to experience something new. Look at that a little Mm -hmm. bit more more serious, but also, you know, second and third tier cities, maybe like a city like Cincinnati that we would have never really competed with in the past. 
are maybe having a chance to, to be looked at a little bit more seriously because of a pricing standpoint or an economic standpoint. You know, but what we're really focused, though, uh, at Visit San Antonio is creating our key story platforms, which, again, was part of my 100-day plan. And we're mm-hmm. focusing on really telling the unique uh, stories that other cities in Texas and other cities in the United States cannot tell. They, they simply don't have the history and the culture that this city does. So one of the reasons why I moved here is because I was so excited about those stories and recreating these stories, reinvigorating the stories. So that's really what our team is focused about. And I would say that from a corporate standpoint, there's not a better story to tell to a, from a corporate a relocation standpoint than the city of San Antonio. The work that Jenna Saucida Herrera is doing uh, with Greater SATX, you know, in partnership with the city is incredible. And if you look at her stats and the level, uh, the level of companies that she's bringing to San Antonio, the number of employees and the new headquarters or second headquarters, that's a very powerful story that we have to be working in tandem with Jenna and her team as we build our corporate profile and our corporate story of why that corporation shouldn't take a meeting to another Texas city. They should be here in San Antonio. And that's exactly what we're doing. And what kind of culture are you trying to highlight specifically? But obviously in your 100-day plan, you know, you're not emphasizing the Alamo. Uh, you're not just showing a picture of some tacos next to a can of Big Red. You're not showing typical San Antonio. So we're seeing the missions highlighted. We're seeing the Culinary Institute highlighted, military history. How do you think marketing that towards businesses Besides just diversifying, how do you think individually that impacts those viewers and those businesses? Here's where I'll say that you know our two primary segmentations for uh, for group business in our city is the association segmentation and the corporate segmentation. We're around seventy five to eighty percent association and the rest corporate. But um, it is our job to tell those new stories of San Antonio and not tell the typical story. And what we've done is we've created five new key story platforms. So we're talking about the diversity and the culture of San Antonio and how we have a 300 year history of standing up for our culture and for that diversity and expressing it and being very proud of it. We're talking about our history and reinvigorating the stories about our 300 year history and how that history leads to an authentic experience when traveling to United States cities that these groups simply cannot get from other cities in Texas or really from any other cities in the United States. We're talking about our growth and our evolution, not only from the corporate standpoint that I mentioned a few minutes ago, but also from the growth in our restaurants. And we opened, I think, 30 to 40 new restaurants during this pandemic, and we continue to see accelerations in that. We opened four new major hotels in, in during the pandemic. I can't think of another city in the United States or let alone the world that opened 30 to 40 new restaurants and four new hotels during the pandemic. And then you talk about our growth and evolution from an airport standpoint as we start our expansion and our redevelopment of our airport at, a, at the price tag of $2.5 billion. And that growth and evolution continues. I was just in Mexico at the, at the end of 2021. 
meeting with the major Mexican airlines that have great airlift to and from San Antonio. And I can tell you that these leaders were telling me these flights are full. And that's why they continue to invest in San Antonio. We're talking, as you mentioned, about the Alamo. But, you know, one of the key story platforms is on our San Antonio icons and signatures. And looking at stories of the Alamo or the Spurs or the Riverwalk and reinvigorating those stories, rewriting those stories, telling those stories to the masses. One of the things that I always say, people always say, what what has surprised you the most? And I always say the beauty of the city and the beauty of the people. But I don't necessarily know that the perception of our Riverwalk is reality. Our Riverwalk is beautiful. It is incredibly maintained. And we need to tell that story to the masses, that how our Riverwalk has evolved over the past five to 10 years. And then finally, one of the things that I'm really excited about, one of our big wins for Visit San Antonio is, is our culinary scene and really uh-huh. in our evolving culinary scene and growing that as well. So we are known soon as one of the culinary capitals of Texas, but soon one of the culinary capitals of the United States. And we've been working really hard with the James Beard Foundation, and they had their first event in our city on, on December 12th, their Taste America event that was sold out. And And we're going to have a very long, healthy relationship with the James Beard Foundation in telling the story of our culinary scene and how that continues to evolve on really a monthly basis for San Antonio. And finishing up here, what are you looking forward to most? I know that's a broad question, but what are you looking forward to in 2022 personally and as well as with your team? on a everyday level, not just a goal level, but an everyday going to work, functioning, getting the job done. Yeah. There's two things. First of all, I have to say, I'm so excited to go back to a live office and be with my team um, face to face on a weekly basis and a daily basis. To me, as a, as a new leader, you know, building those relationships with my team, um, Zoom is great and it's met its purpose, but I want to be face-to-face with my team brainstorming and getting to know them on a personal and professional level. That's just part of who I am. And then the other thing, and one of the reasons why I moved here and why I took this job and you know relocated my family is is the growth and evolution of this city that is not slowing down and has not slowed down during this pandemic. And that growth and evolution is so important to the story that we are telling of why groups, conventions from the association and corporate standpoint, but also for that leisure traveler that has so many choices you know, locally, but also domestically and internationally of why they should try San Antonio. And, you know, they may have been here five to six, seven, eight, maybe 10 years ago, but we're a different city. We look differently. But one of the things that has not changed is our belief in our heritage and our history and the pride we have in being San Antonio and being Texas. But there is always new and something new to do in our city. And that's really what I'm most excited about is that this community is embracing change. 
we're embracing that growth and evolution. We still are going to be uh, very proud of our heritage and our history and our culture, but we are going to grow and evolve, I think, faster than any other city in Texas, and maybe leading that path with the United States um, growth as well from a city standpoint. Thanks to Visit San Antonio President and CEO Mark Anderson for joining us. And thank you for downloading Texas Business Minds, presented by the Texas Business Journals, and brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance Company, a workers' comp provider committed to helping companies build a stronger, safer Texas. Texas.